Hi, it's Casey. Thank you so much for tuning in to Shine On today. We are going to talk about the magical light that is within you today. And our guest is Cindy Dale. But before we begin, I just have to mention the name Gabby Petito. And I just have to mention what I have learned from her passing. Uh, Shamefully, I, I learned something about myself that surprised me. And that is how much I have been programmed to believe the man and accept that the woman is crazy. When I first saw the video of Gabby Petito outside of the white van talking to police, saying, you know, I have OCD and we've been fighting all day, my first thought was, well, you know, she's probably a little kooky and she's driving him crazy and they're having a a lover's spat. And now, knowing what we know now, looking back on that with different eyes and learning that it is so common for the victim to cover for the abuser and say it's her fault. As someone posted on a Circle of Women page, her blog, her van, her dream. Her blog, her van, her dream. And perhaps her travel partner was the one who truly had issues. But with his ready smile and fist bump to the police, I didn't see what I should have seen. And another Circle of Women poster said, See more than you see, hear more than you hear. And I will be forever looking at things a little bit differently because of sweet Gabby Petito. She truly has touched the world and educated the world, but my goodness, a tremendous price to pay. So before we launch into our guest today, I just had to mention that. I just had to honor her exceptionally bright light and invite all women to join us on the Circle of Women page. It's a Facebook group and you can find the link to it at Casey.co. And now, we do have a very entertaining guest for you today. She's brilliant. Her name is Cindy Dale. She's written many, many books on energy and chakras. And today, we're going to talk about healing the root chakra to improve your finances. The truth is that chakras, which are energy bodies that run different parts of our life, physically, psychologically, and spiritually, one chakra in particular is actually always in charge of our finances, and that's the first chakra. So that's the one in the hips. It's seen as red, and you know what? It's in charge of physicality and basic needs. So it's humming along determining what you're going to attract into your life that has to do with foundational needs, uh, clothing, shelter, food, money, and based on what you're bringing in, voila, you're going to see what kind of money you have or not. I've never heard anyone refer to the root chakra as the one in the hips. That makes it so much easier to grasp. I know. I mean, we get all convoluted when we talk about chakras and, you know, kind of very, you know, sort of enraptured with the subject. The truth is that the chakras, the main seven chakras, which are connected into the spine, do run different sections of the body. So that first chakra is in the hips. You know, it's bringing in the energy that matches the frequencies of the hips. Your second chakra, that's in your abdomen area. So it's bringing in, and you know what, it's also sending out messages that match the frequency of that physical band of who we are, you know, but it's also, of course, interacting with subtle energies. I mean, 99.999% of a person and an object 
is actually subtle energy or psychic energy, not physical. And so chakras are those organs that are so important because they're deciding what we're bringing in and what messages we're sending out about the subtle energy. That's why they're important to understand. What is a subtle energy as opposed to any other kind of energy? You know, it's a great question, and there's a really simple answer that makes us also want to shake our head. It's just that subtle energy is less measurable using current science than physical energy. Mm -hmm. Einstein, decades ago, decades ago, said everything is energy, which is just information that vibrates. Everything is what it is or isn't because of information, and absolutely everything vibrates. And he said the human being is really just sort of a really slowed down version of energy, dense energy, but most energy isn't that slow. You know, for instance, our eyes can only see less than 1% of light, way less than 1% of all light. So subtle energy is all that stuff that, you know, kind of those of us stuck in the Western world, if we can't measure it in an x-ray, we don't think it exists, but that's just not really true. Okay, so if we can only see uh, less than 1% of all light, I wonder what 100% vision would be like. Oh, you know what? Wouldn't that be really fun to try? We don't see radio waves. Right. We don't see gamma waves. We don't see what's faster than gamma or slower than radio waves. We don't even see very much ultraviolet or infrared. And, you know, there's super cool pictures on the Internet, actually, of ultraviolet rays. Like certain types of flies and birds can see ultraviolet. And when you look through those viewpoints, everything's sort of like this really mystical set of grays and blacks and whites. So we're not the only species on this planet. Mm. And, and you know, kind of how cool if we keep figuring out how to expand our consciousness so we could do what you know, even our ancestors did 5,000 years ago. They saw meridians in the body. They saw energy channels. They could perceive chakras. I wrote a 1,200-page book. It's really a big book. All right, that's sort of drastic. And half of it covers chakra systems from different cultures from around the world. Now, how did people 3,000 years ago, 5,000 years ago, 10,000 years ago, 1,000 years ago perceive chakras? In different cultures, when they weren't able to call each other on their cell phone, they were able to perceive something. They were able to see something, you know, that when we go through regular science classes, we're not trained to be able to focus into. So much to talk about. I'm going to read your book every page, and then I'm going to call you and tell you what I think of it. It's a good doorstop, too. (laughs) Okay. Cindy Dale is our guest. We are talking about uh, the chakras and finances, and we're going to get back to that in a minute. So we've got the chakra in our hips. We've got the chakra in our abdomen. And you're here, so you might as well go right up the spine and and fill out the picture for us. finish us off. That way we're going to have, like, a great day, right? So we've got the first chakra in the hips, second chakra about creativity and emotions. That's in the abdomen. Third chakra, it's seen as yellow. There's clues for all these. Solar plexus, that's about thinking, power, success, fourth chakra. In the heart, typically seen as green, about relationship and love. We jump to fifth, it's blue. In the throat area, communication. 
psychic communication, not just speaking, six chakra, brow, violet, and, you know, kind of, they call it the third eye, also in that forehead. Um, the seven chakras at the very top of the head, we usually think of this one as white, and it's about connectivity, spirituality, mm. and interconnection. Are there chakras beyond the physical body? Oh, yeah. I'm so glad you asked that, because that's one of my favorite topics. When I was a kid, I did not know I was seeing chakras, because I was white, wonderbred, Lutheran, Norwegian, and nobody knew the word chakra <laughs> back then, all right? So, but nonetheless, I have come to find out, I saw these balls of light. I saw them in the body. I also saw five of them around the body. So when I learned there are these, you know, kind of units, they're like little mini computers of light called chakras, I was like, well, how come I always see these extra ones? So I, years ago, did, you know, kind of my own research and worked with them and figured out what they mean. And so I work with a 12-chakra system. So I have five chakras I have been teaching about for decades that are more outside of the normal body, and I really uh, find it it enhances people's understanding of chakras, you know, to work with those five. Because, first of all, we don't begin and end at the skin anyway, right? Mm -hmm. This is not it. This is not our boundary. You know, we have this huge biofield, mainly of invisible energy, that goes at least eight feet, you know, outside of us that interacts with the world and other people. Why would our chakras stop in the spine? Cindy Dale, our guest, we're talking chakras, we're talking healing, and I want to get back to the root chakra, the first chakra in the hip area, and how that affects our finances. My number one question is, Cindy, my brain is kind of exploding. I know a young woman who has a really a, a terrible, terrible time with finances. She just... <laughs> You just watch her. She looks like a fountain. If she gets money, she just gives it away. Or if she's out shopping, she's got to buy all the things. Do you know what I mean, that kind of personality? Uh, she's had two hip replacements. Oh, that's fascinating. That's why you really picked up on, hmm, first hmm. chakra in the hips. Well, and chakras do run a physical part of the body. They also manage a set of our psychology and our spirituality. So let's just look at this. First chakra in the hips, that every single chakra develops at a different age when we're growing up. Now, this may be too much data. Okay, that's all right, but it's still really interesting. So that first chakra turns on when we're inside of our moms during the womb to six months. And you know what we're doing? We're absorbing our family belief systems. We're not thinking about it. They're just getting programmed straight into our physical neurology, our memory banks, this computer called the first chakra. So I would be saying, what did she absorb from her family? You know, uh, money is evil. That's a really big one, spiritually, mm -hmm. or there's never enough, or it's bad to have money, or who knows what was going on back then. But, you know, what we bring in through subtle energy that gets packed into the chakras, different chakras, different types of information, then impact our subconscious. And we just play stuff out and we don't even know it. And it's cellular. The mind, the brain can't touch it because it's in the body. I mean, science is actually showing that we inherit through this sort of interesting chemical super on the genes. It's called the epigenome. We inherit at least 14 generations of our ancestors' memories. So we're inheriting their money issues. 
we're not just inheriting their money issues, which is what we're talking about today, but it can be disease patterns, approaches to life. Uh, We can trigger different problems at different you know, ages, because our mom did, our grandma did, our great-grandparents did. And so, I mean, I keep using the word computer to talk about the chakras, because the body is really sort of like a hard frame, and the chakras have the software. The good news is, if you change the software, you can change what's happening in your life. Now I'm thinking about the throat chakra, because all the women in my mother's side of the family are on thyroid medicine. Oh, well, throat chakra. Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. That's the communication chakra that the major organ in there is the thyroid. There's different organs connected to each of the chakras. And so, you know, a doctor would probably say, well, that's in the genes. A researcher would say, well, that's probably in the epigenome. That's in this chemical soup that you inherit that triggers genes on and off. And Cindy Dale might say, yeah, maybe it's in those places, but it also could just be in the subtle energy that sort of floats into a baby body, (laughs) right? when it's getting developed, or that we might bring in through the entire family system. And then when we're walking around in the world, you know, we're absorbing energy from other people. Mm. We're absorbing their thoughts. We're absorbing their feelings. We're absorbing what's going on in their lives. That bypasses the brain. We don't know that's happening. We're made out of fields of light and sound. Some of those come off the chakras, others come out of our cells, out of our organs, our organ systems, our skin. So when we have a basic program we're born with, I like to think of them as in the chakras because those are kind of handy, dandy tools to work with, right? When we have programs that we're born with or that we develop while we're growing up, then all those subtle fields of light and sound, you know, are determining our health, and how we're going to interface with the world. Let me ask you this, Cindy Dale. Our genomes, where we have, you know, the molecular biology and the genetic information, is that fixed or is our genome changeable? It is not fixed. Now, that doesn't mean that, like, oh, I mean, I'm the age I used to watch Bewitched, you know, where we had Samantha the witch wrinkle her nose mm-hmm. and things would, and she could just change her eyes or her hair color. It's not quite that quick, right? The, the genetics are not fixed. We're showing that if you influence that chemical soup, right, in the environment through diet, through exercise, through love, like just being, you know, kind of the recipient of love, that chemistry changes and the genes actually change. The psychology can change. You know, people can actually move out of depressive states. The brain can become more plastic and able to get rewired again. So I'm not a believer in fantasy, right? But I am a believer in energy. And most energy is subtle. And so if you learn how to direct or shift some of these subtle energies, you do impact physicality. And, you know, science has actually been able to measure that there's what are called bio photons coming off of our coding DNA. These are really teeny, 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 tiny photons. Photons are subatomic units of light. So we have subatomic, subatomic units of light. And 
there's some interesting Russian research. They've been into this psychic stuff for like really a long time, that they're actually showing that genes change. And before a gene changes, they see some of these little biophotons going pop, right, kind of through the person's field. And some kind of different energy enters, you know, kind of into the DNA and can make a shift. See, I just want to scream really loud at everyone all the time. There's a million miracles going on in your body right this minute. We are, we are so alive. It's nuts. <laughs> I, it, I love that you have that attitude because, I mean, I know what I was like for many of my years growing up. It's just a miracle Cindy Dale's even alive, to mm. be honest. So we're a miracle. There's miracles constantly. And I, ha- I just have this weird philosophy that sometimes the body does shift. Sometimes maybe we've got that really beautiful alignment or, you know, we let somebody's love in or we allow a molecular structure to change. And then maybe there's some part of us that go, you know, kind of says, nope, 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 I'm going to let things be the way they were. And then, boom, the miracle stops. I don't want us to be paranoid. I do want us to be open, though. Yeah. Uh, Cindy Dale is a guest. We're talking about the chakras. We're talking about so many things. I want to get back to the hip area because there's people listening now who want to improve their finances, and we are going to give them, and by we I mean you, you are going to give them (laughs) some beautiful advice to heal their relationship to finances by perhaps, I don't know what, loving the area between their hips? Well, that really is it, to be honest. Okay. So I'm going to be geeky and meditative in how I'm going to talk about this. One of the really cool ways I like to work with chakras is to acknowledge there's an inner wheel and an outer wheel. Now, then, you know, people's brains start to go, wait a minute, I can't even picture a chakra. Now you're saying there's an inside and an outside. Well, just kind of trust me on that. All right. Mm. The inside of every chakra is pure. It's actually filled with a type of light that science would call absolute light. That's a real light that doesn't produce darkness. Our issues, our programs, I have determined, are on the outside of every chakra wheel. Now, logically, that means if you just breathe your way into, just just focus, just let it happen, because your system knows how to do this, right, even if your brain doesn't. If you just breathe your way into the center of, say, that first chakra in the hips, just sort of clunk your way down there. You can't make a mistake. And you just say, I'm going to activate this absolute light. It activates. That it's healing energy. It has the codes and the programs for goodness, for prosperity, for physical health. That light literally floods the outer wheels and starts changing those programs so they don't become your destiny. Changes what your mom thought, your dad thought, your relatives thought. So it's the easiest way to use mindful meditation to do some shifting in any of the chakras. That's my favorite way to work no matter what I've got um, going on. I'm going to activate the what light? Absolute light. And actually, there was an article about it in Forbes magazine, too, of all places. If Forbes says (laughs) there is an absolute light, it's kind of the spirit light, you know, that we study in different esoteric medical systems. It's literally a light 
that predates the Big Bang. It's here. Some people might call it a heavenly light. You want to activate the heavenly light. And then pure programs start to open up and erase the negative ones that are, you know, causing you debt or financial challenges. I know what your new marketing slogan is going to be. Tell me. I'm Cindy Dale, and I'll leave the absolute light on for you. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> then I have to invent a new light bulb, which I'm so into. <laughs> you, did you ever hear that commercial from Tom Bodet? I did. I did. I got to join up with Tom. Yes. <laughs> I'll leave the absolute light on for you. You know what? I love that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start borrowing Go ahead. Bump, Make a bumper sticker. Put it on all your yeah. vehicles. Um, the absolute light. I'm going to mm-hmm. ask you this, Cindy Dale. If it's yeah. as easy as that, if it's as easy as abracadabra, you know, in the beginning there was the word and the word was... I forget. Mm -hmm. What's the end of that quote? And the word was of God. And yep, 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 yep. So if the word, if the word is where we start with our miracles, um, and just by saying the word absolute light, if and wanting to turn that on, if it's as easy as that, how did we get so far afield from it? We're so stubborn. (laughs) Just as a race. Right, as a species, I think we're just so stubborn. Somewhere along the line, and there's this sort of crook, there's this sort of crooked path if we look backward. You know, we just, we just kind of went for power as a, as a species, I believe. We went for power rather than grace. And so then it's up to each of us individually to make different decisions, to say, I'm going to start over again. I'm going to make decisions based on grace, which to me is love with power. It's love that makes a difference. It's, it's really up to each of us to infiltrate our own lives with loving decisions. And then maybe one hand holding at a time, we can shift what we collectively think is so important, which is like not. And what is that? The power thing that we want power? Power. I think it's power. I think it's all power. I think it's structure, hierarchy, power. You know, when I study different civilizations, I studied English, but, you know, I also took a lot of history. And so I still read different, you know, versions of history. Even even what in my world is interesting, like Lemurian, Atlanta, and these cultures that we believe have been here and disappeared. You know why they disappeared? First, the cultures lived in peace with harmony in the sense of let's take care of each other. The Essenes live this way, you know, and then sooner or later, you know, there tends to be a person or a group of people who say, well, that's not enough for me. I want to have power over, not power with. Rianne Eisler talked about that in, you know, kind of one of her books, The Chalice and the Blade, that at times humans have been able to live in a partnership model, like in a shared power model, instead of I have it, and I can only have it if you don't. Right. We were just talking about that a couple weeks ago. One of our guests uh, talked about power over and power within. But here's the thing that's so nuts. If you already have the power of absolute light, what more power could you possibly want? Well, how many people know they have absolute light? Thank God we're here, They don't know it. Thank God we're here. We're telling them. (laughs) Well, we're talking about it. That's Cindy Dale, C-Y-N-D-I-D-A-L-E dot com. Yes, we're already making plans for her to come back in October. Thank you for listening. I'm Casey. Remember our second Monday in October, the 11th. We'll have the Healing Circle on Zoom. 
from Marion-Dale. And then the second Sunday in November the 14th, we're going to start our Sunday at 11 Zooms up again. And then in February, February of 2022, the weekend of the 25th, 26th, 27th, we've got our weekend retreat at Marion-Dale in Ossining, New York. And the title has been chosen, Gathering Love and Giving It Away. And we'll get that posted for you soon so you can register. I just have to finish the synopsis. And our thought for the day is from Sogyal Rinpoche, who said, Light must come from inside. You cannot ask the darkness to leave. You must turn on the light. Shine on.